Hey, greetings, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of The Staredown. It's the regular boys, Sean Carpenter in Columbus, Ohio, Bill Russer in St. Pete, Florida, Todd Meininger up in Cumming, Georgia, Anthony Malafronte down in Tampa, Florida. What's up, boys? Good to see you. Bill, how was your weekend? You had the kids in town? Father's yeah, Day weekend? Got, got, got surprised Thursday night. Anthony was in on it. He had the bastard and uh, didn't tip me off that Kev was going to be at the door at 930 Thursday night with his girlfriend, Sarah. So it was awesome. Uh, played two rounds of golf with Kev. Sean, Anthony will back this up. <laughs> I think Kevin, you know, people talk about hitting it 300 yards. You know, like, oh, I can hit it 300 yards. Anthony, does Kevin hit it 300 yards when he hits the drive? <laughs> Right. Well, he only hit, he only hit his drive driver like three times. He hit his five iron most of the day because the club <laughs> the the course just couldn't contain him. He had a hundred he had a hundred and sixty eight yard nine iron to about eight feet on number five. It was a freaking amazing golf shot. <laughs> he on wow. the number number eight on Friday, he hit driver to one eighty four to the pin. That's a par five, and then he hit a right over the right edge or what? Right over the trees, and then a six iron about 25 feet past the hole and then edge the putt, the putt just rides the edge, doesn't go in for the Eagle. So he, he was on fire. Now he, he only shot 86 Friday, but he shot 80. He shot 80 on Sunday with four doubles. So <laughs> he was playing really well. It was fun to watch four doubles and then every, everything else pars or a, a bunch birdie of birdies and or? bogey. <laughs> yeah. Okay. A birdie, a bogey and four doubles. So we won't talk about my game, but that's it for me. <laughs> All right. How are you, Todd? Man, I had a really, really good week last week and a great weekend. Um, kicked off the birthday festivities early on Wednesday. Went to a Braves game, uh, which nice. was awesome. Um, good news, Braves scored eight runs. Bad news, that was not good enough. To <laughs> they went down 10-8 to the Red Sox. Um, uh, Friday had a great evening uh, by the pool. Um, they had some live music. Um, so that was really cool. Uh, Saturday birthday, great. Sunday Father's Day, great. Uh, watched a bunch of sports. Um, so yeah, man, it was it was excellent. It was a, a really good. Uh, I don't have a birthday month, but I try to have at least a good wraparound weekend, and uh, I was <laughs> successful with that. So, Love it. yeah, you know, a lot of good stuff this weekend. I had uh, friends in town. Lee uh, Atkins was in town. Had a uh, Dinner with him one night and his uh, his lovely girlfriend. Uh, met Bill and uh, got to meet Ted on Thursday for lunch, which was awesome. Ted is cute, by the way. Holy cow. He's pretty <laughs> cute. Uh, raised some Cindy money. Cindy has strong our, jeans. Uh, Cindy has strong jeans in that family. <laughs> yeah, <That's> exactly. Good. <laughs> I don't want to go down the road of Cindy having jeans of a dog, but we'll, we'll just let that one <laughs> I was more of a cute. Uh, never mind. <laughs> but, uh, um, raised some, uh, some nice money at our bourbon tasting for quantum leap farm at, uh, um, at the sacred pepper over the, uh, earlier this week on Wednesday, I think it was, that was nice. And, uh, it had a nice father's day, got to spend some time, uh, uh, watching golf with the grandbaby sitting in my lap. She was, uh, enthralled by the, the back nine, uh, as, as much as I was, every time I reacted, she'd like pick her head up and look at the screen and wonder what was going on. So it was, that was awesome. all very cool. Uh, so it was a good week all along. Sean, how about you, buddy? Hey, I had a good, good weekend. I was down in Texas last week, as you guys know, and had a, just a great time getting back in front of a live studio audience. Flew home late Friday. 
Uh, I'm talking late Friday, pulled into my driveway at 12.05 on Saturday morning um, and uh, was up early to play golf, parent-child event with Riley. Uh, I got to the third hole and it started raining and it rained till the 16th green. So it was a tough day, cold, windy, rainy, wet, uh, full, full, full rain suit. And Riley just had a raincoat. So she was chilly the whole time. We shot at 69. So one under par, not a bad, you know, two men scramble, uh, but didn't finish in the money again, but a fun day. I was playing Riley and she went out with a buddy of hers and played another 27 holes uh, at another local course. So she played 45 holes on Saturday. I showed some houses and, uh, uh, and then had a nice anniversary dinner with Rhonda celebrated 28 years. Congratulations, uh, buddy. Thank you. Thank you. And, uh, that was fun. And then I watched, you know, the, the primetime golf, as we've talked about before, it should be a rule that either the PGA or the U S open needs to be primetime because it was just awesome watching it till 10, 10 o'clock at night or so. Um, and then Sunday I played golf again with my brother. Uh, had a decent round going guys played the, the big course Scarlet. And I, I made the brutal, the casual mistake of coming off of 15. And I thought to myself, I haven't made a double bogey today. Oh, <laughs> and double, I thought double, if double. I can just, if I can just play three more holes without a double, you know, it won't be a great round, but it'd be, you know, a lot of pars and, and bogeys. And I just damn slapped it into the trees. And then it was just, I caught a lie that was so thick in the rough. I, just tried to advance it down the fairway and I kind of shanked it out as we saw a lot in the U S open, which we'll talk about in just a second. Uh, bladed my third shot into the bunker. Couldn't get up and down, saved a great bogey on 17 and then made par on 18. So 85. You, but, you finished like Bryson is what you're trying to say. <laughs> oh man. And no, he yeah. had a par. <laughs> so, <laughs> that's true. That's true. Yeah. But, uh, and then put a house in contract mouth, seven offers on one of my listings for my sellers. And, uh, you know, People say, oh, that's great. You get lots of offers. That's a lot of work when you got seven offers. You got to negotiate and call everybody back, verify everything, get your spreadsheets all laid out. But all so in all, good weekend. It's a lot of work doing it right, buddy. It's yes, sir. Yeah. A, I mean, a lot of people, it's not a lot of work. Well, a lot of people, they just pick one offer and they move on. And, you know, I, <laughs> I, you know, I, I verify with everything, making sure I know, you know, the details and the situation. Then after, you know, making the, the brutal calls at the end of the six people that did not get it. Um, but you know, it, it was kind of cool because five of the six said, I, I want to thank you for taking the time to call me, you know, just, just, you know, and I'm like, Hey, you took the time to write the offer. I could take at least two minutes to call you and tell you that we went, went in another direction. And did did number six tell you to F off? I'm just curious why. <laughs> no, number six, I got a voicemail. <laughs> okay. Gotcha. Okay, good. <laughs> but, but she did call Good me back. Yeah. Um, but guys, let's talk. We always start with champions and, um, we're going to start with John Rahm, Anthony Malafonte's pick. Uh, John Rahm wins his first major. I think we all knew it was coming. It was just a matter of when there's about 15 guys. We could probably say that for, but Rahm clearly, you know, playing some good golf right now has a lot of momentum, uh, clearly has the strength and the fortitude for the game. Uh, guys, us open, 121st U.S. Open, Torrey Pines, uh, quite a finish. It was so good, and then it just kind of fizzled at the end when when Ustazen hit it in the junk. I was kind of hoping for a, at least a, a shot on 18 to force a playoff or something, maybe yeah. a win. Um, it didn't happen, but just your your thoughts. Let's start with, with you, Mal. You had the champion. Just your overall thoughts on the week of golf at Torrey Pines. 
It was fun to watch for sure. Uh, Rom built himself some pretty good karma over the last two weeks. Uh, saying all the right things, doing all the right things, keeping a positive attitude. As he said, spent 10 days watching cartoons. Uh, I think it put him in a good frame of mind uh, to come into uh, a place that he knows and likes. And I didn't realize it, but growing up in Germany, he plays on those same kind of greens, which kind of surprised me when I heard it. But I guess they're fairly common in Europe. I didn't know that. Uh, so it, it was fun to watch a great, a great round of golf by him. I mean, he came out and did exactly what he had to do. Uh, Louis Uthazen did not play a bad round of golf on yeah. Sunday. He hit one bad shot and he was put in a position where he needed to make birdie birdie to get into a playoff. So he had a, um, he had to take his chances and he missed by just a couple of yards from having an opportunity to go birdie birdie. Uh, and then I got to tip my hat to the USGA too for the, the golf course setup. Uh, how they had Bill, you could probably speak to this better. I haven't played it so many times, but it just seemed like they had the course set up perfectly every day. Uh, it got exponentially harder. Those are some serious par threes on that golf course. Um, <laughs> yeah. I mean, they are amazing. And where they put the tee on 17 on Sunday, having not been there all day put the left side of the golf course into play. And it turned out to maybe be the difference in the golf tournament. Yeah. Bill, your thoughts. Look at, uh, uh, there've only been two U S opens at Tory, And I think the, they are both, maybe those two are in the top five, maybe all time, right. Of just <coughs> excitement and what it came down to. Cause obviously 2008, in my opinion, is number one. Um, but this this tournament was unbelievable to see uh, Rom just hang in there because you know for the longest time he was hovering down around two under just couldn't just couldn't break through just couldn't get there uh, and both the putts on seventeen and eighteen were just incredible I mean both benders both twenty foot range ish kind of just fantastic putts and uh, and it's good to see I'm a fan of uh, the the players that you know are excitable and who that's their that's their thing. That's how they play. Uh, super fun. So it was, you know, and then, you know, look, we, everybody knows the story with his wife and, and, and just, just what that, what that, what that, uh, what that course will mean to him for the rest of his life. So it's, it's very, it's very cool. Yep. Todd, what was your thoughts? Oh man. Um, what a beautiful course. I kept, when I was watching, I was like, wow, Bill's played this numerous times. That's pretty darn cool. Right. Um, and, uh, I guess it was an old, uh, military base, um, that they, that, uh, after world war two, they converted into a golf course. So that's, you know, there's some history and, and it's just amazing. So, um, a few things popped my head. Um, one, I'm glad Rom went out and won it. Right. Even though, uh, Oostazen kind of limped in, um, gosh, there was two, 20 foot plus putts, uh, left to right break, which as you golfers will attest is, uh, what harder on the eyes than, than a right to lefter. So, um, to have back to back those, yeah, just, just amazing. Um, learned a lot from a 24 year old fiery kid. Uh, a, he's a, a new, a new father. Um, I, we could argue that I hated what happened to him at Memorial, but it ends up that it was, 
the right thing to do. I just hated what happened um, that he had to withdraw. And uh, it would have been easy for him to have the tail between the legs. And uh, that didn't happen. He uh, he hung around, hung around, hung around and made that back nine charge on Sunday of a major. So really cool. Um, what a leaderboard, huh? I mean, it was crazy. Um, all, all Sunday was just a who's who on the leaderboard. Unfortunately, the three Mackenzie Hughes, um, oh, help me out. Who stays and hung around? But Henley. Hughes, uh, Henley. Yeah, just yeah. kind of faded. Uh, Bland, the, you know, Friday leader. Uh, Matthew Wolf had a little issue. Yeah. Struggled a little. Yeah. But anyway, it had everything it wanted. And um, again, I love the advantage. Finally, East Coast. I love the uh, late nights. And by Sunday, you know, I knew that, th- you know, hole three was a par three. And most guys were hit. If they hit it. <laughs> Left, they're in trouble, right? It's just yep. fun to watch, right? Fun to watch. Awesome. Turn. My, my least favorite hole is not number 12. My least favorite hole was number four. No, number four. Number four was such yeah. a pain in the ass. I mean, it's beautiful because it's right on the coast. Right. Now, nine, nine. I had an eagle on nine once, Anthony, way back. Massively sloped green on yeah, four. Yeah, so, massively sloped. Yeah. Oh, it's just brutal, brutal hole. Um, and the, it's just the cliff's just staring at you. You know, and you're trying everything you can to not pull it. So you tend to throw it in the trap or put it in the rough and you're just screwed. And most of those guys were aiming for the traps on a lot of those holes because they they can get spin out of the bunkers, right? And they can usually make such clean contact versus us, Bill, that, you know, it's 50-50 out of the bunker. Yeah, no kidding. No kidding. And Sean, one more thing before you give us your uh, thoughts. Um, I, I forgot to mention, I love how golf is a game for all ages, right? So in the PGA Championship, Rom was congratulate Phil. And then, uh, you know, on Sunday, Phil was hanging out with Mrs. Rom and baby Rom and was the first one to hug John, uh, John Rom. I mean, 51 and 24 both went to Arizona state. It's just cool how, uh, you know, it, it, uh, transcends all generations. Pretty, pretty neat. Yep. I thought the whole week really played out. Well, I thought, like you said, I think the USGA and, um, you know, Mike Davis or is that his name? Mike, the, the, yeah, mm-hmm. Mike Davis. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think he, the course was set up well. I don't think there's really any complaints from the players. I think I think the places where you knew you were in trouble, you know, 13 short of the bunkers was going to be long rough. Um, 11 you knew was going to be – I mean, 11's a hard hole in in the farmers. It's, you know, was set up even harder, you know, longer. I thought that it was neat on, on Saturday. You know, they talked to Mike Davis, and they said they set up Saturday for a scoring day. Uh, you know, hole number three was playing 128. It played 204 on Sunday, you know, I mean, that's, that's, that's not just the same hole differently. That's two different holes. Yeah. Um, left wow. front yeah. bunker or left front tee box with a left front pin. Uh, and then, you know, yesterday it was back, right tee box and a back left pin, um, brings a lot more into play. Um, you know, 16 is, is such a benign hole on the tee box, but it's such a hard hole. And those guys, I mean, no one got it close. I think the closest yeah. shot they said was 18 feet. Um, mm. And they said that was probably a, a hook that just ended up good. Um, so it was interesting. If you look at, this, at the final leaderboard, guys, there's Rom and Oosthuizen. And then there's a ton of guys that backdoored in. Uh, Harris English didn't yeah. see a single Ooh. shot he played except his last putt on 18. He ends up tied for third, made a shitload of money uh, with that. Guido Migliosi. Uh, (laughs) Brooks Kepka, who really was in it. If he just would have made a couple putts on the middle of the back nine, um, could have posted posted the four or five and that might've changed things. 
And then Morikawa, who once again, kind of a silent back nine, but he had a, uh, he doubled 13, Bill, par five. Yeah. And just inexcusable mm-hmm. to yeah. double that hole. Um, you know, and so he finishes second. Brendan Grace uh, shoots a four under and jumps a ton of people in the field. Berger, Casey, uh, who had a great weekend, uh, went mm. four under, one under. Uh, Shoffley, Scheffler, and McElroy finish out your top your top ten. Um, Henley shoots a five over. Todd, as you said, Mackenzie Hughes shoots a six over. Yeah. Um, and then Roy Roy McElroy, who was the other you know the other guy in the second to last group, he was close. I mean, coming out of coming off of twelve, if he could have, he got kind of you know twelve. He hit the left side bunker, Bill, and he flares it out and just just a tough break landing in the edge of the bunker. Yeah. Top right, where he had no chance. He shanked yeah. it sideways into that long rough. Uh, and then he saw, you know, Shambo just meltdown on 13. He <laughs> slips off the, he slips on the tee, yep. hits it in the, in, the, in the rough. Then for some reason, airmails the green by like 45 yards. <laughs> um, you know, I've done and, that. <laughs> and then on 17, you could tell his mind was just completely out of it because he went from, he went from in the lead on 12 green to he finished 26th. Woof. Yeah, that's given wow. up. That's given up. That's just, just folding up the tent. Yeah. Here's his back nine. Par, bogey, bogey, double, par, 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 quad, par. Yeah. <laughs> 44 on the back nine. Woof. Uh, I'd, be, I'd be buying drinks if I shot a 44 on the back nine. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> pretty, pretty, pretty rough, but... Uh, um, you know, just, I just thought it was such a, just a, you know, it's a fun tournament to watch. It's, it's the, it's the tournament where, you know, Mike Davis and the, and the USGA came out, what about 15, 20 years ago saying, we're not trying, we're not here to identify, or we're, we're not here to embarrass the best players. We're here to identify the best yeah. players. And, yeah. And I think, I think Phil had the, the best comment in his interview. If you didn't hear it, um, he said, he said, without a doubt, this was the best setup he's ever played in the U S open. He goes, Hey, I can't wait to watch this afternoon. This is after he had kind of a bad day, you know, Sunday morning. And he kind of, and he kind of, he, he kind of yeah. made it very clear that he didn't like the the new layout of Tory compared to when he won it three times because it's a different yeah. course than you played, Bill. It's way different. Uh, the fourteenth, the fourteenth, you know, was was um, had a ton of room to the left of the green. It wasn't yeah. on the cliff. They rerouted that hole. And fifteen, they got to walk back like two hundred <laughs> yards to get yeah. to the tee box. Well, that's because the tee box on fifteen, they added a new box a hundred <clears> yards back. So where you tee oh, off as a, you know, regular player during on a, you know, a vacation, yeah, you, you have to over. turn around and look back a hundred yards to where they tee off from during the tournament. So they, they added some just incredible length, um, you know, and they re they, they rebuilt some of the greens as well. That whole ocean pole thing is absolutely true. I mean, if you're mm-hmm. reading a putt and you think it's level or straight, you better play it a half a ball out away from the cliff. Cause it's going to break towards the ocean every time it's, Super cool, uh, very interesting. And and look, and we shouldn't sell, sell the north north course short. It's that number number six. You know, it kind of puts number three to shame. It's straight down the hill, and you're staring right at La Jolla. It's on the on the north side. It's really cool. And then if you go back to the tee box on seven, you're like standing on top of the world. You know, getting ready to drive up this hill and hopefully not pull it left into the Pacific. So. It's awesome. My my favorite line of the day, uh, you know, you're you're thinking Ustazen if he can somehow make a great birdie. He, you know, he 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 drains the 
the 12 footer or 10 footer on 16 to save par. Yeah. And you're like, man, what a, what a stones putt that was. Yeah. Um, and then he hits it left and, and they're showing the shot from behind and Azinger says he literally could have hit it at the hospital and still been in play. Scripps, then, whoever, by the way, think, Scripps hospital. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then, so I think it was maybe, um, uh, Faraday says he could have hit it to the border of Mexico and still been yes. in play. <laughs> yes. Could have. Yeah. And you've been, you've stood on that tee box or oh. pr- near that tee box bill. First, you could literally, you could go, you could go 30 yards right of the bunker and be in 16 fairway almost. Yeah. And yeah. There's tons of room over there, but you know, and the other thing about that, there, there were like, there were about 12 trees missing down the left side. Yeah. Um, wouldn't have helped him with that shot, obviously, but a bunch of trees, either they took them out or maybe they got diseased over the years. But, uh, you know, of course is, um, changed quite a bit, uh, over, over time. But yeah, cause I think I was, in fact, I was, it, I was 20 years old the first time I played the South course. So that was, that was about 20 years ago. Hmm. I'm winking if you can't see I'm it. I'm bad at math, Bill. Bill, I'm bad at math. So that's good. <laughs> so let's um let's let's quickly uh so you know, congrats to John Rahm. A great win. I think we all expected him to win at some point in time. A lot of other players that you know were there with big names. Uh we head back, we head now to the British Open next month. Um it'll be fun to see how Rom, if this is like a you know, a a, a tramp, trampoline into success or yeah. is he one of those guys that's going to have one on his record for a long time. And, and we're, we're going to wonder when he's going to win the next one. Like JT, yeah. like Colin, R- like Rory hasn't won one in seven years. Can you believe yeah. that? Right. Jordan's on so a slump weird. too. So, Oh yeah. 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 He's so, six years. Yeah. Um, quick thought on the coverage, either golf channel or NBC, any, anything that stood out to you, any stories, any, uh-huh. any storylines that they, they talked about. I, I love the, you know, the, Early in the week, they they did an expose on one of the guys that's a club pro, Mal, that's made it five years in a row uh, and just kind of told the story of his family going there and seeing all the people. But just your thought, I thought the coverage was great. I thought the drones, yep. you know, the footage was good. Any any thoughts on what stood out to you guys? Well, you uh, mentioned it earlier. I mean, they did a great job, but they got stuck on the same players. Daniel Berger didn't see one shot that he hit and he ended up in the shot. top 10. Xander Shoffley, who's from San Diego, ended up in the top 10. Hardly saw him play any. Uh, mm. Paul Casey ended up in the top 10. Saw just a little bit of him. They really stuck to a core group of players that they showed you and didn't bounce around as much as they have in the past. Yeah, and Guido Migliosi was a great story. Ends up not only backdooring into the top 10, he gets top four, so he's in the Masters next year. Wow. The Masters. Yeah. Good for him. Yeah, um, to number one, go ahead, Bill. Yeah, the best thing of the tournament are the paragliders. There's nothing better than those hang gliders hanging coming off the cliffs. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and when you play out there, they're they're part of the they're part of the landscape. Um, so, and I, look, this is going to age myself a lot, but I mean, when I used to play out there, those were the old school hang gliders that were just like a hard metal frame wing sure. that they just ran. And jumped off the cliff with, and uh, it was pretty pretty impressive. And so, and yeah, now they got the little propellers and that. Yeah. Well, yeah. This, these the, the the ones we saw didn't have. Uh, there weren't many propellers, but still, they, they the fact that they could just they they don't they can catch the updraft without having to leap off the cliff. <laughs> it's a downhill run, but it's easier to get airborne than those old school ones. <laughs> so, yeah. Todd, your thoughts on the coverage? I I thought it was. Um, really good coverage, but I agree with Mal. Not not a lot of variety in, in some of the players they show. 
Um, they tried to introduce Peacock early in the morning, um, Golf Channel midday, and then NBC uh, runs with it at night. It, it, since NBC owns Peacock, uh, maybe they can offer more variety of coverage, maybe focus on certain holes or, or different groups. I, I don't know. But, um, I, I, yeah, I can't complain, but I, 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 agree. I hear what Mal's saying. And, you know, yeah, there's about five, four or five players that you see every shot, right? Yeah, which, yeah. let's be honest, in 2008, you saw one player and a couple others. So, well, um, Phil Phil got a ton of love for shooting a 76 and 77 on Saturday. Yeah, and yeah. yeah they, they, they definitely have their horses, but they, you know, I, yeah. I bet they, I bet they mentioned. I bet if you listen to the recording, they probably mentioned Tiger more than they mentioned Rom and and Ustazen combined. <laughs> they um, showed a and, lot of highlights, that's for sure. They, but but well, and I, you know, well deserved. Yeah. And I know you boys were, uh, were, uh, humping it, um, in real estate uh, again, hats off to PG tour radio, right? Just good. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Good coverage. Yeah, and right? they, you know, they clearly fill time and, you know, in the pregame, uh, Mark Carnival and, and, you know, the guys, but, uh, it, it, they do a good job of, of really setting the stage. You know, you can just tell that they're, they're, they're sitting there with their, with their, you know, paper over their mouths going, sets up the putt, putter back and through and it's rolling towards the hole. And it just misses on the right. I mean, it's yeah. it really is just well, misses high. Yeah, well, well designed. I mean, you know, the, the way they described uh, Bryson's near hole in one on eight yesterday oh, was that was crazy. What a great shot! Awesome. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, all right. So great U.S. Open. Uh, we head to now the end of the season. We do have a British Open coming up though. The Open Championship uh, coming up. And guess what, guys? We're going to be talking Ryder Cup here before you know it. Um, a lot of these guys <laughs> that are that are friends out there on the course. And what about Olympics, Sean? Olympics. Olympics yeah. is coming, right? Yeah. Gonna yeah. be interested to see gonna be interested to see which of our American players decide to go and possibly, you know, put themselves between the Olympics the and the Ryder Cup. What's that? I think it's been picked, hasn't it? Has it? Not yeah. sure. I, DJ opted out. I remember. Yeah, I'm that. just curious who's gonna opt out with the with the chance of going over there and getting sick or having issues uh and then missing the Ryder Cup. Um, I thought I thought they said I'm going to look it up right now. I thought they said yesterday that the four guys that that made it, they, the four guys who had said they were playing. Justin Thomas is one of them. Okay, I'll look it up while you guys yep. are talking. Cool. cool. Um, let's let's talk. Uh, we'll talk NBA, and then Bill, you can give us another uh, hockey update when we talk um, NBA. Kind of a, I don't want to say the NBA's worst nightmare, but it's it's neat that we got a lot of young players. Um, we got the East. You got the the Bucks winning in Game Seven on the road against the favored Nets. You got the amazing Atlanta Hawks winning on the road with is it Kevin Huter? Todd, is it, is it Kevin? Is that his first name? Is that uh, the yeah, Leprechaun? Yeah, yeah. The Leprechaun? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> redhead kid. Uh, yep. They win over uh, Philly in a just yes. an absolute meltdown for Philly. <laughs> just a. Just a brutal game, Oof. but but good to see Todd's team. And then out west, you got Bill already one game in. Uh, Devin Booker stepping up into what could be the next fifteen or twenty years as one of the next best players in the NBA. Uh, did you hear? Did you hear what Magic said about him? No, but I mean, he's the first like first pretty person in like fifteen years to do forty points. Yeah, in multiple games. Next Kobe compared him to Kobe. Next Kobe. Yeah, he's called him the next Kobe. Which really? that was magic. That wasn't just some, you know, y- Yahoo. That's somebody who knew Kobe intimately. So he's legit. Yeah, he's legit. He's that good, and that's that's great for the Suns for a long time. Um, yeah, right. So and yeah, 
They're, you know, I know we don't go deep. They no, I think Aiton just needs to be serviceable for like four or five more years. He doesn't need to be a star. Yeah. No, no, just, he can just, just be, be an option. Know, he can just be, a, be an option. A Ewing. Yeah. A, hey, he scored, uh, he's think he scored 18 or 20, you know, um, yeah. last night or the night before. They're playing right now. I got to get a score. Um, yeah. So they're playing the Clippers. They the play tomorrow, games. Bill. I think there's, there's, play there's tomorrow? four guys who have committed to the U.S. Olympic team. Justin okay. Thomas, Colin, Colin Morikawa, Bryson DeChambeau, and Xander Shoffley. That's four good, four good dudes. Yeah, yeah, good for them. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah you're right. And well, Sean, I know we don't usually go deep in NBA, um, but we got to talk about Ben Simmons a little. <laughs> don't get Anthony started. Look at, look at, look at Anthony perk per up. <laughs> $126 million, and he can't play the last two minutes because he can't make a foul shot. Nice play, Todd. Nice play. Well played. Forget, forget about that. By the way, did did we, did you lose the money on? I'm sorry. Um, never mind. <laughs> no, I don't. I can't bet. I can't bet on basketball games. I don't they they isolated a, a play last night, um, oh. or in game seven. They isolated a play where he had a dunk, and Trey Young was like six feet away from him, and instead of going up a dunk, he tried to pass the ball. They said he's got yips in basketball. He scored in the last five um, games in, in the fourth quarter, has like seven points total in the last five. When it comes to fourth quarter, he just shuts down. And, and they're wondering if it's something mental, psychological, you know, psychological. But it's if you see the highlights, it's concerning why he didn't try to just dunk and move on. Um, and then they showed, uh, is it Joel Embiid? He called, um, him out. He called him out, right? Well, they isolate the camera and he's looking and you, he literally just puts his hands on his head. Like, how did he pass that ball and not take a dunk? Like, so anyway, uh, big trouble in, in Philly. He's um, a well compensated player that is just seems like has the basketball yips. So anyway, mm-hmm. um, no playoff, no uh, finals for the Philly, uh, the 76ers since 2001. So 20 years is the last time the 76ers made the, uh, Eastern Conference Finals, I believe. I was shocked, Todd, to, to see that the this is the first time for the Hawks since 2017. They were in it 2017 or 16 or something like that. Is that without Horford or? Did, yeah, they're they really super sporadic. They'll go years uh, without making the playoffs and then make these deep runs. Yeah, so um, yeah, yeah I think so that must have been like Vince Carter and Al Horford or something like that. Yeah, yeah, against mm-hmm. the Heat, maybe against Le- LeBron, and then LeBron swept them or something like that. Yeah, it sounds about right. Yeah. Yeah. So. Interesting. But yeah, the city's a buzz. I don't know if it's COVID fatigue, um, but uh usually the Hawks have a nice following, but people are jumping on. Uh the 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 arena is sold out. Um, everyone's excited and everyone left them for dead. Um, game six on was it Wednesday? Uh, they had a chance to close it out and lost a tough one. And uh the poor me, we're Atlanta uh vibe was kind of circulating. <laughs> Um, yeah, big, big yeah. boost that they won on the road in game seven. Yeah, for sure. When did they, yep. when did they take the interim tag off of Nate McMillan, who has done an amazing uh, job coaching? I'm so glad you mentioned that, uh, Mal. Um, the Hawks were 10th in the East when he took over. And this is, you know, I think the players um, need to be held responsible. Most are paid very, very well. But coaching does count. Um, and I never thought so much in the NBA, but – in this case, wow, he turned this club around. It's it's insane. They get a nice little two day break because they don't play till Wednesday. Uh, Clippers. Go By the way, game. he he's head coach. I don't think I don't think they'll not give him the job at this point, right? <laughs> so anyway, yeah. Um, 
Billy, the Clippers Suns play tomorrow night at nine o'clock yeah, Eastern. Yeah. Um, and then the, the Hawks play at Milwaukee, who once again, big win for Giannis uh, Durant and Harden played all 53 minutes of that game yeah. overtime. And uh, with, but without Kyrie, um, you know, you can put together the greatest super team of all time, but if they don't play together, um, it, it certainly can affect you. Um, and you see uh, Durant and uh, admittedly, I'm more into the NBA because my son loves it. So I, I follow it more, but Durant literally had like half a hangnail of his big toe was stepping on the three point line yeah. He hit <laughs> to tie it, to go into overtime. And they asked him afterwards, like, yeah, I just have big feet. If I didn't have big feet, we were one in, in regulation. And the way he said it was pretty funny. But um, then he took a, a shot late in overtime and didn't hit it. But, yeah, they were literally – it's a game of inches. They were inches away from, from winning in regulation. Um, NHL, Bill, it uh, looks like you should feel comfortable about the lightning. They're up 4 nothing now with 6.05 to go, it looks like, a little, on, little less than 6. On a power play to boot, so see if they can get another one. But, uh, yeah, good. 3-2. Uh, second three, period three, or third already? Uh, third. Uh, second. Yeah. Third already? Second. Wow. No, no, second. Yeah, yeah, okay. Second. Yeah. They're, they're laying some 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 lumber and maybe rest some guys in the fourth, yeah. uh, but they should probably just keep the throttle down because, you know, Islanders came to play, but um, it'll be a tough environment back in, in the Coliseum. Yeah. Uh, and then out West, um, the, the standings are what? Let me see. Two, two Vegas, <laughs> Vegas, Montreal. That's right. Vegas yeah. won last night. Game, won five, last night no game five and a best of seven, like the most critical game. That's a know. pretty big swing game, huh? Uh, even yeah. if when it's three, one, it's a huge game, right? Cause it's over right. or a team over. now has some, some semblance of a chance, but boy, when it's two, two, I think it's 75 to 80% of the time the team that wins game five is going to go on and win the series. So the Islanders have not lost a game five this season. It's over. That streak's over. I'm calling it now. Well, we hope. Don't think oh, so come on. Though. Come on. <laughs> Only the Columbus Blue Jackets can come back from 3 0 in the third. And this is 4 0. Hey, oh. <laughs> hey, oh. I, what I, next? Twenty-eight to three, Bill. What next? Yeah, well, I, I was hope, trying to work it in, but right. I, <laughs> um, so the game is over. Yep. Uh, so, so good luck to the uh, your team at the end of this game. Uh, let's go baseball really quick. Uh, Boston back in front in the East uh, after Rays a have run lost there. six straight, six straight. Yeah, yep. yeah. Um, uh, White Sox, uh, Cleveland hanging close. Um, that really is a two-horse race now. KC, Minnesota, and Detroit now double digits back in that division. Um, and then Houston and Oakland tied in the West in a, in a tie. Um, Mets, pretty good in front. Uh, Todd, your guys are falling to six back. They're, they're in fourth right now. I'm aware. East. Yes. I'm aware. Um, <laughs> Milwaukee and, and the Cubs uh, in the Central. That That's pretty tight, though. You got uh, Cincinnati and St. Louis just four games back, so that's – basically a series sweep uh, from being in a different position. Um, and then San Francisco uh, leading the Dodgers who are kind of battling back Padres bill five games back, uh, not out of it. Um, not like Arizona and Colorado. Um, yeah. You know, super far back. Um, but we have, a, we have a name. We have an alert. The uh, number one prospect in baseball, the last two, maybe three years, got called up yesterday, and he'll start tomorrow for the Tampa Bay Rays. Listen for the name Wander Franco. Okay. Uh, Okay. Infielder for the Rays. This kid's supposed to be the real deal. We'll find out. 
So you think he's nine? No, he's 20, 20 years old. Very young. Just made it to AAA, and he was tearing it up there. Uh, so they need help, especially with some injuries and Tyler Glass now going down, and uh, they're they're struggling. Okay. Um, really quick, guys, I want to bring up the College World Series. Uh, one of my favorite uh, NCAA, you know, kind of tournaments as it gets, gets down to the end. It's always in the, you know, it's in Omaha. It was in Rosenblatt Stadium for a long time. Now it's in TD Ameritrade Stadium. Um, upset alert, uh, NC State, after beating number one seed Arkansas on the road in the Super Regionals, they upset Vandy tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, one nothing, beating Jack Leiter uh, with a first inning home run. They win one nothing in a National League game. Um, so they now will advance, uh, to play, um, the winner of, let's see, I guess Vandy will now play against Stanford in the loser bracket and NC state will wait a day to play one more game against those teams. Uh, in the other bracket, uh, Virginia beats Tennessee yesterday, six, nothing great story there. The young kid whose dad had, had uh, overcome pan- pancreatic cancer, was there to watch his son for the first time, and his son hits a home run for the, his first home run of the season uh, in the mm. game last night with his dad in the stands. And then last night, I, I was texting you guys, Mississippi State struck out 21 batters. Um, Jeez. Fifth, the starter th- struck out 15, mm. and then the reliever came in and struck out six. Uh, they won two to one. It got nervous in the, in the ninth, bottom of the ninth. The leadoff batter hits a home run. Then the next batter gets on base. Then they get an out. Then a Single puts runners at the corners, and uh, they got a ground out to win it. So Mississippi State will play. Uh, who do they play tomorrow? They play Virginia, and uh, chance to advance in that. So um, what do we got left? We got a little soccer left. Todd, update on soccer, and then Bill. I think tennis is is a little recap on tennis. Or did we do that last week? I think we did it last week. Yeah. Yeah, we did that last week. Yeah. Todd, soccer. So yeah, I just um, falling in love with uh, Euro 2020, but also Copa America. I think I mentioned last week. So um, it's the European summer tournament going on, and Copa America is the South American tournament. Um, so if you're uh, have a home office day uh, mid early to mid afternoon, you can watch on ESPN uh, the Euros, and in the happy hour to early evening, you can watch on FS1. Uh, Copa America. So we're getting down to the, um, the, the, the sweet 16 for euros, the, the knockout stages. And, uh, for the Copa America, it's the, uh, they, they only have eight, the elite eight. So anyway, just, it's fun. And again, if you're driving around selling houses, tune on Sirius XM 157. Um, I think now you've, you've listened and, uh, they, they make soccer even probably more exciting than when you're watching it. So they do, a, <laughs> they do a pretty good job. So wonderful to listen to on the radio. They use words that you wouldn't think would describe the sporting event. It's brilliant. Yeah. Good description. Those, those Brits. Hey, right, boys, let's, uh, I, I had, can I give one, add one more piece yeah, of the puzzle Bill, here? Yeah. If you could have laid eight Supreme court justices, but you would have lost the bet. 9-0 decision by the Supreme Court, basically signaling the beginning of the end of the NCAA. They need to pay the, pay the players, right? Yep, you're going to start paying. What happened in this ruling? It's pretty. It sounds minor, but but nine zero is is so overwhelming. Um, they basically said, look, this is 
the, there's antitrust issues going on here with the NCAA. The fact that a regular student can have a computer, get a computer, or take a get a four thousand dollar paid internship, but you can't have that with an athlete. Student athlete um, called it. They they said that's not right. That's officially over. Immediately now, players can work and get paid. Players can get equipment if they need it, um, and it's going to lead down the path towards. Um, Basically, the the, the 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 word amateurism is gone in the uh, NCAA world. So, yeah. it's good news for good news for the Floridas and the Alabamas and the Ohio States of the world. No, good news that for everybody. News. Good news for everybody, Sean. Because yeah, they were talking about that, and they said it does. It makes it turns it into a more equitable place. Now, I don't know how that how they come with that, but it was the two articles I read said this is a good thing for college sports, yeah. and I I don't know how to explain that. You know, you know it's in, you know it's interesting, Bill. It, it really, I guess I, I say that because of what we have now in place with yeah. practice facilities and coaches, Yeah. but it would be interesting to see if Harvard alums basically say, we're going to buy the best team available in college football. They got money. And we're yeah. going to pay you and we're going to get the best players to come play in Cambridge. And Notre Dame. Yeah. Well, I Notre think, Dame. you know, those, Georgetown. Those, yeah. Those big schools you're right? talking about already had the perks you know, without a paid internship. But now when, uh, when other schools can treat those students with, um, you know, the way that other students are treated, uh, maybe it, it does level or even the playing field a little bit. We'll find We yeah. won't know for years, but it'll be interesting to see. It'll so. be interesting to see who gets ahead of it first and, and then yeah. fights the, fights the rules. You know, I, I can say this, um, paid, you know, I think we all know probably there's been players that have been paid quote unquote thousands of dollars more than their coworkers. Um, yeah. Todd and I are, are two, the only two people on this podcast that have ever been served a gator tail sub by the NFL's all-time leading rusher, Emmett Smith, who worked at Joe's Deli next to the fraternity house. Wow. Wow. That's true. I, and yeah. Emmett, Emmett, Emmett never, never had to work the slicer. He never did any of the uh, manual labor, but he did, he did pour a cold, cold soda. And ring he up was eye cat. candy, right? He was I, eye yes, candy. He was, yeah, I, was I had <laughs> mail delivered to me from the, uh, from from one, Malone? The, from one of the one of the best running backs of all time, Marshall Falk. He was an intern <laughs> for the Padres, and he would he would bring the mail bin down to the ticket office. It was awesome. That's awesome. <laughs> hey, Marshall, That's how's awesome. it going? <laughs> all right, guys, tight show. Uh, let's wrap up with a little round the horn. Mal, what do you got coming up this week? We are middle of June. Today's the first day of summer as we're recording this. Wow. Well, you know, we got uh, a lot of work this week. I had a closing today, have two more. Uh, we're getting ready to hopefully put at least one or two more listings on the market. And uh, we're uh, beginning the the push towards uh, the boy, the tournament for the boy, August 9th up in Connecticut to raise some money for my cousin's uh, son. Um, and uh, that'll be happening pretty soon. Um, and beyond that, we're just going to get up, show up, and do the work this week, brother. It's uh, going to be a beautiful week in Tampa Bay, and we're going to enjoy it as much as we can. Mal, I was on a, a, a company podcast or webinar today with uh, Chris Lazarus, who's been on a couple of Lost Lyrics with us uh, with Select Real Estate in, in uh, Atlanta. And, and I quoted you a couple of times on that event with the exact same things you just said. Get up, show up, do the work, and, and find your small, viable audience. So good luck to you, brother. Um, Todd, Thank what about you, you this week? Shout out to Alsa Abloy with my safe in my room. <laughs> there you go. Yes. Beautiful. Right. Um, man, just 
what a big week coming up. Uh, where do I start? So, um, I have my brother-in-law and sister coming in Thursday. Um, they're doing a surprise visit because we're doing an open house for my son, Scott, on Saturday, um, graduation party slash army kickoff. Um, so really excited to see them. And, um, oh, by the way, uh, I'm going to golf on Friday, 5.03 tea time with my brother-in-law and my son, um, He's always wanted to golf Windermere, and uh, anytime I can golf with my son, it's a good time. So, who's coming up? Uh, Greg and Amy? Uh, it's Bob and Tammy. Bob oh, and Tammy. Oh, nice. Okay. So, hey, yeah. So, <laughs> oh, sure will. Absolutely. We may call you. Um, so, uh, then we have um, Windermere has their early Fourth of July fireworks Friday night. So, that'll be fun. And again, I mentioned earlier Scott's little party. And then as we speak next Monday, um, I would have, we'll have put Scott uh, on the bus going into the, uh, going to the army next Monday. He's got a quarantine for anywhere from four to 14 days. Um, If he tests positive for COVID, it's 14. Um, If he doesn't test positive, they just kind of have him, you know, swim around for four days, but uh, he will be in Oklahoma. So Huge week, um, super proud, super, I don't want to say looking forward to it, but looking forward to spending uh, this next week um, hanging out with him and and uh, getting final thoughts and and hopefully giving him halfway decent, decent advice, even though I have yeah. no idea what to expect. So looking forward to spending a great week with him, for sure. Todd, en- enjoy a, a night watch Stripes with him. <laughs> right. <laughs> if only for That's that. That's funny. Excuse me, you, Stuart, is there a is there a movie on this flight? <laughs> you know what? I don't want to I don't want to think it's easier than it's gonna be. So maybe afterwards we'll watch uh Stripes. Maybe yeah, next- there you go. Well, I'm we're we're proud of him too, Todd. And I think we're yeah. we're you know we're gonna be supporting him through you. So very cool. Awesome. And I'll be I'll be calling you boys uh to uh apparently letters are a big deal in, in boot camp. So once uh oh, once yeah. I cool. cool we're gonna send some letters, I'll be leaning on you to to shoot them a note. So cool. Nice and appreciate it. Bill, how about you? I liked ranting and raving last week with the with the lob softball lob question from Jeff Lob. <laughs> yeah, that was good. Um, this week, um, my guest for tomorrow, uh, we're recording this on the twenty first, is uh, Wendy Thatcher, and Wendy is a sales exec in Portland. She works with Stephanie Chumley very closely, and uh, I met yeah. Wendy in um, Jacksonville, Florida, about six years ago at a leadership <clears throat> training for the company maybe longer than that. Maybe it was 10 years ago. And, uh, she's a lot of fun, real smart. And, and and she's, she's referred guests to me like Shelly Zavitz and, you know, Drew Coleman and Alicia Alcantara. And, you know, so I, I've said, I got to put you on the show and it's, it's really good. Um, it's also six, nothing Tampa Bay as the second period down. So yeah, this is, I'm hoping for double digits. I mean, just, just, just go for the jugular. Just <laughs> have the first save, save some out. for game seven, Bill. Nah, save some. nah just go no? seven. Right. Seven. What was that? I'm oh, sorry. Six. Six. Okay, I'm thank sorry. You. Six. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's that's what 30, I got going. 33 shots to 13. Oof. Two periods. Yeah. Ask, ask Arkansas baseball, who won 21-2 in game two of their three-game series and then lost, I think, Oops. one game three. So. Yeah, that's baseball. That's Everybody hockey. That's all, right? it's all sports. <laughs> Sean, that's right. you? Yeah, guys, I uh, play a little golf outing tomorrow with a lender, my one of my lender partners, uh, which is always kind of fun just to, you know, get out and 
built some relationships with a lender who can work you out. I got, he's helped me out with uh, my seller from last night who's got to make a kind of quick turnaround after the sale of her home. And so that'll be good. A uh, bunch of coaching sessions on, on Wednesday um, and some showings. Doing, doing a webinar for my friends at Culbaker Chesapeake on Thursday on time management, better utilizing your time, which we know is our most valuable asset uh, resource. Uh, and then <clears throat> let's see, uh, a little golf over the weekend. And then I fly on Alaska Airlines direct to Seattle on Sunday. So I'll be doing our mm. podcast next week from beautiful www, Walla Walla, Washington, the original mm. website. Yes. Wow. Um, so should be fun. Uh, we're back at it on Lost Lyrics after a week off on Friday. So that'll be a fun thing. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you boys off air what the uh, theme's going to be. And um, just looking for a good week. So hopefully some 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 things shake out and uh, everybody stays healthy and uh, the world keeps opening back up for uh, business as usual. So on behalf of Todd and Anthony and Bill, I'm Sean Carpenter. And thanks for listening to The Stare Down.